Blessings in the name of our Lord Jesus, and welcome to Shi'ar Jashub. Coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and I am so happy that you could join our Bible study program as my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, continues a sermon in his series on Heavenly Authority. The current message focuses on the relationship and connection between the local churches, and Pastor has been discussing the scriptural tension between the independence of the local church and the ties and responsibilities one church might have to another, especially to a founding church or institution. When we left off, Pastor Greg had discussed the church at Antioch in Syria, a Jewish Gentile church that for the most part came off the movement in Jerusalem as Jewish believers in Jesus were dispersed abroad after the persecution and a great many who heard them believed and turned to the Lord. We saw that this church at Antioch was considerably independent. Therefore, when the things going on at Antioch are heard about in Jerusalem, the church there sends Barnabas to them. As we pick up the sermon, Pastor is discussing how, at this time, the original apostles had the Church of Jerusalem as their home base. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo. So they were sent, they stayed in Jerusalem. And even when they traveled, because remember, their mission is to bring the gospel to um, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Uh, even when they travel, their center they, they come back to is Jerusalem. The church they come back to is Jerusalem. If you look at Acts chapter 9, verse 32, Now it came to pass, as Peter went through all uh, parts of the country, that he came down to the saints. He came down to the saints who dwelt in Lydda. So he's traveling about, Peter, but he is centered at the church in Jerusalem. So this church of Jerusalem has this core of the apostles having started a great work with thousands of people. It amazes me when you think about Peter, the attitude that he has. Peter is one who's clearly given authority directly by Jesus in the Gospels. You cannot deny it. You cannot deny his role at Pentecost how he takes leadership. We read through all the miracles that happened and how the early church is founded. Uh, but after he comes back from preaching to the Gentiles at Cornelius' house, uh, he's telling the brethren in Jerusalem, he has to give an account. He has to explain himself to the church at Jerusalem. In Acts chapter 11, in verse 2, and when Peter came up to Jerusalem, he comes back, that's his center, to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contended with him, saying, You went into uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter explained it to them in order from the beginning, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, etc., etc. To me, that amazes me. The attitude that here's Peter, Jesus called him directly. He has this prominent position from the beginning. He's one of the twelve. He's an apostle. He's the head of the apostles. 
And yet he comes back to the church and he doesn't say, look, pounds the table and says, look, uh, I'm doing this and I've been given this authority and that's it. I have the leadership. I have the authority to do it. He doesn't say that. He explains himself as a peer, as an equal. Matter of fact, because he has this attitude, you can almost sense the disrespect of some of the uh, Jewish believers who are zealous for the law. How could you go tell the uncircumcised Gentiles about Jesus? You would think they would have some respect for his position, having been with Jesus those three years and chosen by the Lord. But they, they don't, and probably because Peter has this attitude that he's not lording it over them. And so his authority doesn't come from, you know, I am Peter, I am the head of the church. Rather, it comes from, look, this is what the Holy Spirit did. Let me explain it to you. Let me tell you the data. Let me give you the facts. Let me tell you what the Lord is doing. He approaches them and deals with them as equals. What a difference that is to some concepts of authority uh, in part of the church today. But going back, the Jerusalem church has the apostles. The Jerusalem church is older in the Lord. Many there were commissioned directly by the Lord. Many there saw the risen Jesus. This is the church that the people came out of to go to Antioch. They have every right to be concerned about Antioch, to know the truth of it, what is really going on over there, to have a burden, to have a sense of responsibility, to know that the movement in the Lord Jesus over there is according to the Word of God. And actually, that concern of the Jerusalem church results in a blessing to Antioch, because who do they send up to Antioch. They send Barnabas, the encourager, right? We studied Barnabas and his gift of helps and encouragement. So you read in Acts chapter 11, verse 23, when he, Barnabas, came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad, he was glad, and encouraged them. He encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and the faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. The church grows. Barnabas, though, sent by Jerusalem of the church of Jerusalem, yet full of the Holy Spirit. It's because of being filled with the Holy Spirit he recognizes the grace of God on the church at Antioch, and then it becomes a blessing to the church uh, of Antioch. And one thing here we see as important to this tension between the independence of the local church and any ties and responsibilities to older historical uh, churches or denominations or institutions is that the individual gifts, the individual offices, apostles, prophets, teachers, workers of miracles, gifts of healing, helps, that can transcend the local church and local church borders as they go in their ministry from church to church is a type of unifying continuity. It's not a unifying of institution. 
right? It's not a unifying of organization, of hierarchy, but it's a unifying of the Spirit, a continuity by the Holy Spirit as individuals with different offices and gifts, many of which you never hear spoken about in many churches, right? Exercise those gifts as they go from local church to local church. And that makes a connection. And because he, Barnabas, is sent to Antioch by Jerusalem, what else happens? Verse 25, then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul, who would become the apostle Paul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year, they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Now there's another benefit. All that started from Jerusalem being concerned. Now Paul. And a whole universal church with a capital C will benefit. The whole body of Christ will benefit because ultimately Antioch, under the Holy Spirit's guidance, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul, will send them out and will send Paul out then on his second missionary journey also, uh, that's Acts chapter 15, 35 to 36. His third missionary journey, Acts chapter 18, 22 to 23. They will send them out on these missionary journeys that will change the whole world. Because Antioch has Paul and Barnabas. And they have Paul because of Barnabas. And they have Barnabas because of the church at Jerusalem. You see how it ties together? The local church is not in a vacuum. So on one side, you have the independence of the local body, but it's not an independence that's in a vacuum. There are ties. There are ties to the older churches. There are ties through the ministry of the offices of the Holy Spirit. You have the independence and the self-governing uh, with the body of elders on the one side, and then you have the connection of the church to the church, capital C, on a whole to other churches, and especially to founding churches that have been used by the Lord and anointed by His Spirit and which are true to His Word. Not a, not a connection based so much on tradition as on Holy Spirit truth. And there should be some respect for those who have labored in the field. I'm talking about true laborers now, not false laborers. There should be some respect for those who labored in the field before us. And there should be some respect, there must be respect, for the wisdom the Holy Spirit has given them. Uh, and there are ties to history and to those older in the Lord. So you have this tension of independence versus necessary ties. If you look uh, after this in verse 27 of chapter 11, and in these days, prophets came from where? Jerusalem to Antioch. Then one of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be great famine throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. This they also did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. And you see this 
interactive relationship now, right? And you see the importance of the offices, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, etc., balancing the tension between local independence and ties to other churches, right? And providing the interconnection and the atmosphere of responsibility and an atmosphere of accountability, right? Through these other offices, not through institutions, not through a formal institution, but rather through these offices, there is this tie together. Prophets being sent from Jerusalem. Prophets give wisdom to the people. And those in Antioch are in a better financial position. So then they know what to do to help themselves and then to help those in a bad financial position, the church being persecuted down in Judea, in Jerusalem, and they send aid back through Barnabas and Paul. Okay, so there is a reciprocation. One has sent Barnabas up to them, they've sent help down to them, so they're not in a vacuum, right? They're independent local churches, but they're tied together in the Spirit through the offices of the Spirit. While our radio programs are from past sermons, current sermons are live-streamed on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Join us for in-depth Bible messages by Pastor Greg and Associate Pastor Francis David for a celebration of the Lord's Supper and for prayer and conversation by Pastor Greg and myself. You can search YouTube for the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, or you can use the link on our church website at shi'arjeshub.org. Join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.